It's the live podcast show. Here are your hosts, two guys and their fishbowl, Scott Atwood and Greg Gately. Ahoy, hoy, Disney fans, entertainment fans, and everyone in between, welcome to the live podcast show, the podcast where we dive deep into the magical world of Disney, pop culture, sports, and whatever else Scott and I feel like discussing today. The live podcast show is your go-to source for topical discussions and silliness. I am Greg the Fanatic, and let's kick things off today by welcoming into the studio my cohort of the live podcast show from the Main Street, Mouse, the House of Mouse Expo, Lost Princess Apparel, ladies and gentlemen, the Main Street Avenger himself, Scott Atwood. Scott, happy holidays, my friend. Thank you. Same to you, buddy. Aw. It's so, it's so cold today. It feels like the Christmas <laughs> season is upon us here in Florida. Uh, we were both in hoodies. I'm actually in my Mr. Rogers sweater, apparently. Um, your wife just made fun of me for the last few minutes wearing it. But she said it was dapper, didn't she? I, or look, I will take dapper. I've never been called a dapper man before. You're a dapper. You wear that to dapper days. I would have not go to dapper days. Thank you. Come on, they're in the middle of summer. Why not wear a sweater to it? <laughs> right. <laughs> you ever said all of a sudden we're off topic dude you ever see what those people wear like the three-piece tuxedo oh, yeah. like the, the double-breasted suits and stuff and the guy who looks like walt disney himself oh i've seen that yeah that's it's amazing what they wear and how they walk around a theme park i've seen some of the heels the women wear i just like how there's a trio of women who mm-hmm. are insta famous and i wish i could remember their names right now but mm-hmm. i see them at the parks every year doing dapper day and they always look Fabulous. But they wear those heels, and how do you walk around a park? I don't know. I know Michelle tells me just wearing heels to any outing is uncomfortable. Walk around a park, that's, oh, uh, just can't even I imagine. I need to become a drag queen because they look fabulous on, on Dapper Day. If anybody would like to help Greg, he'll take tips. You can email them at. I, I can pull off a Judy Garland. I'm a beautiful Judy Garland. This one just went really weird. You are wow. looking at me. Okay, back to Disney staring, news. Uh, <laughs> I'm staring Scott in his eyes while we're doing which even makes it more scary. <laughs> so back to Disney. Um, Dapper Day. You know what really grinds my gears now that we're off on this? Dapper oh, boy, here we go. The guy who dresses as Walt Disney and then just puts up like TikToks and Instagrams. And all. Look, I understand you're, you're, you're doing a, a cosplay. Right. But you're, a tribute. We're, you're walking through Disneyland. Full on, like you are Walt mm-hmm. himself, which you are not. No. You are a person. You weren't even alive, probably. Right, not even alive. And but you're taking pictures with Mickey Mouse and small children, acting like you're Disney. Kind Dude, creepy. Let's settle down a little bit. That's all I'm saying. It's almost like Disney turned him into a character to walk around the parks to do photos and such. Now that I would accept. I would accept Walt, like, and especially it have to be almost in black and white, like the old gray. Oh, see, that would be Polaroid cool. Photo. That'd be cool if they, because I've seen where they do makeup like that. I've seen people at like Halloween and stuff where they do the black and white makeup. That's what I always said they should do at HHN with like the Universal Monster House. Paint the house completely black and white and have all the actors. Did you go to HHN, not last year, but the year before that? No, we missed that year. Oh, they had a thing called the Graveyard and it really was just gray tones. Everything looked black and white. It was my favorite like zone to walk through. It was absolutely tremendous. Um, but now that we're off topic, let's get back on topic. Okay. How was your Thanksgiving weekend? Happy Thanksgiving to you. Thank you. Same uh, to you. And to the whole family. I know you had family in town. We did. Michelle's folks were here. They wrote, they arrived on Wednesday. Um, then we had Turkey Day on Thursday. And then we uh, 
We did a lot of just hanging out and uh, went to the Winter Garden Farmers Market, watched the Lions lose on Thanksgiving. Out. A lot of hanging out. A lot of Yeah, out. we didn't go to any parks or anything like that. So uh, we did take them to Disney Springs on Friday, which probably wasn't the smartest idea because it was slammed. Oh, I am <laughs> I'm so glad I did not go to Disney Springs oh from like last Tuesday until probably today. I'm sure today it was probably really nice, yeah. like that week after mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. That's great. Up until December, like 13th or something. Yeah. It's dead down it here. It's it so peaceful and beautiful. We actually, because we didn't go to the parks while they were here. We right. went to Epcot today because the festival started on Friday. We didn't get to go attend. And the park was, for the most part, dead. I mean, honestly, we, we were able to get pictures at the front there with nobody in the shots. That's, which see, I awesome. love doing, that's my favorite part of doing the park is like you go on those days. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's, uh, before we talk about Disney, because your wife will be on here soon. Right. Um, let's talk about Thanksgiving and football and uh, your to? Saturday in football. You had one good game, one bad game. I did. So you kind of can't, you, are you neutral? You're like, I'm, I'm okay. Are they cancel each other out? Yeah. It's like having a cookie and a Diet Coke. They cancel each other? Yes. Yes. <laughs> How did you know my diet? Stop it. It works. Uh, yeah, so the Lions, that was heartbreaking. Um, everybody, oh, we should beat the Packers, but I, it's a divisional game. Yeah. It's a division, interconference division game, which I don't ever just say we should automatically win those because there's those rivalries that have been there for 70, 80 years. Oh, yeah, especially up in the, uh, what, is the, what do you call it, central, mid, Midwest. Midwest. North, Midwest, North, or I don't North, know. Midwest, yeah. The Chicago, Midwest. what I'm talking about. Chicago, like Detroit, Green Bay, uh, Minnesota. Minnesota. Yep. Like, that's a huge rivalry. Even it going is. down into Indiana. It bit. is. It used to be called the Black and Blue Division for a reason. Right. These guys just literally, they beat each other up. Um, so we did lose that game. I thought we maybe had a chance there towards the end, but uh, we didn't pull that one out. And you know what? I'm okay with it. My team is still 8-3. and three. We're still top of our division. We're... Second best in the NFC right now. Yeah. Um, so I'm can good I, with that. Can I pick a bone with you? Bone, bone, My defense. Pick, pick your defense, man. It lost me getting And that's that. why we lost. <laughs> out of the playoff race for my fans. Are you really? Yeah. I didn't even have a shot. Yeah. So I'm proud of you for at least. I was, I was at 12 and 12. Wow. Yeah. And then, yeah. Thanks, Detroit Lions defense for well, giving never up another for their 600 defense. points again or 600 yards. Something like it that. Was it was stupid. horrible. So anyway, it was offset by Saturday. <laughs> Saturday was awesome. Watching Michigan, dist- well, not, I shouldn't say destroy. Watching them play beat Ohio State in Ann Arbor, which was a great Dude, game. That was national news. It was, and that's the third year in a row that Michigan's beat them, which is the first time that's happened. Is that Jim Harbaugh? Jim Harbaugh, but he was suspended. That was his last game of his suspension because they oh. said of the sign-stealing scam. Um, but he'll be back this week to play for the Big Ten Championship against Iowa State, I think yeah. it is. Um, and then we'll see where they line up for the uh, playoffs, college play, football playoffs. So that was a good weekend for you guys. Man. That was a good part. Yeah. yeah. Watching, the, watching them win made it all better. For Having me. the parents in town was just, it was good. It was just, on the cake. we just chilled out. <laughs> we <laughs> ate a lot. Then we ate some more and then yeah. we ate a little bit more after that. It was our like, Thanksgiving was really, really peaceful. Did you cook or yeah. I know you and Holly both yeah. probably did. We both, did got, we both got, we tag teamed it. Um, I do. I, like a few years ago, I learned how to make a sausage green apple stuffing. Oh, oh it's so good. Oh, the sour from the apple uh-huh. would add a really good flavor. And the that. sausage, like the nice fennel that's in there. So Actually. you didn't bring any samples or anything uh, like that? No, it's all gone. Thank you. We did wow. eat it. No, we we had the normal turkey. I but you know what it that. is? It was just a normal day. And we didn't, like this is the first time we didn't invite people over. It was just the four of us. And Vlad, unfortunately, was uh, doing FEMA things, yeah. and then everybody else was gone, so it was really peaceful. I mean, like, I, I came out of this weekend going, man, I'm relaxed. 
So That's by the awesome. time I got to Epcot on Saturday yeah. to do Festival of the Holidays, I was like, I'm great. Let's get out of the house into the park. And then it was cold and rainy. I was like, let's go back into the house and get away from it. <laughs> yeah, we can go back when it's not so, but it's still cold. It's just not rainy anymore. Yeah, so as always, Scott, we will bring you the latest news from the Main Street Mountain and the Disney fan- of the Fanatics blog. Gosh, dang, Scott, what is this? Name of my own site. You relaxed way too much way over the weekend much. with I turkey. Did. You're still in a turkey coma. We'll blame really it on that. Right, that All those carbs, thing. turkey, stuffing, I'm sure potatoes and everything else. <laughs> and you know what? Wait, before we move on, now I'm going to bring this up. I wasn't going to. So as some of you know, and I don't mind admit, I am a type 2 diabetic. Yes. It's a genetic thing for me. It's right. not diet. It's not anything like that. It's just genetic. Well, when you eat a cookie and Diet Coke every day, it kind right. of does it. It's, it's, right. It's, <laughs> <laughs> and it was like 900 years of just having a few bottles. And you look great for 900 years old. Thank you so much. Um. Anyway, I, I was doing my blood sugar all weekend because they had me on this new medicine. Okay. Oh, medicine. yeah, yeah. And, like, I was pulling, during Thanksgiving, I was pulling in, like, non-diabetic numbers all weekend. And I'm Oh, going, wow. Man, I just stuffed myself full of, like, bird and yeah. all this other stuff. I thought my numbers were going to be, so I always have to watch what I eat. So by the mm. time the night was over, I was like, I can do pie. And I just did <laughs> Forged to myself. Look, my numbers are low. Give me the whole pie. I'm good. Can, you can. You I guys can eat care the whole number? thing now. I can yeah. eat the whole thing. I'm good. Cool whip. Yes. Cool. Whip. Bring it more. Give me the. Just give me. Do you ever take the ready whip and just spray it right down your mouth, dude? I. <laughs> I, I don't want to talk about doing whippets anymore, man. <laughs> what are you doing, Scott? Why are you sounding so like a dude voice? That's just the nitrous, kids. It's okay, kids. I didn't even turn into it. Talk about it. Anyway. Wow, this show's already off the rails, and we haven't even really started yet. <laughs> As always, we will bring you the latest news from the Main Street Mouse and the Fanatic Blog. From the opening of new attractions to the announcements of upcoming films, we will keep you updated with everything happening in the Disney universe, in sports, pop culture, entertainment. Today, Scott, we have news of the bazaar, mm-hmm. our wildly popular WTF Disney and today, Scott, we will talk a whole lot about Walt Disney Animation Studios and box office return. Oh, boy. Yeah. This could be fun. And, of course, we will be right back with the Main Street Mouse herself, Michelle Atwood, who will probably talk to us maybe about some Festival of the Holidays, probably. a little Wish box office, whatever she wants. And we will find out Michelle's top five Walt Disney Animation Studio released films over the past few years. I can guess number one. Can you? I can't wait to find out. And uh, we'll be right back, folks. Are you a Disney enthusiast searching for a gathering of like-minded fans? Your search ends here. Get ready for House of Mouse Expo 2024, taking place at the Osceola Heritage Park Event Center on March 2nd and 3rd. Tickets are available now at houseofmouseexpo.com. This extraordinary fan event was conceived by Scott and Michelle Atwood from the Main Street Mouse to provide a welcoming home for Disney fans and aficionados of all things Disney. It's a unique opportunity for fans to unite and share their passion. The House of Mouse Expo in 2024 promises an exciting lineup of celebrities, thought-provoking panels, stunning cosplay displays, and a global array of Disney-related vendors. Mark your calendars now for March 2nd and 3rd, 2024, and be part of this magical gathering. Visit HouseOfMouseExpo.com for exciting guest announcement tickets and hotel options. Want to live the VIP experience? Check out HouseOfMouseExpo.com. Greetings, Disney enthusiasts. You're now tuned in to the Disney News, where your host is none other than Michelle Atwood, a true luminary in the Disney realm. 
She's the driving force behind the Main Street Mouse and Lost Princess Apparel, embodying the spirit of a Disney princess and pioneering the world of Disney media. Ladies and gentlemen, the queen of the tournament, the princess of the Disney universe, reporter extraordinaire of Fox 35, the voice of Disney Radio on WDBO, the author of two children's books, one autobiography, a best-selling list author. What? Also the owner of a clothing company. She helps design and does all this fun stuff. The owner of Lost Princess Apparel and the Main Street Mouse. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we present to you Michelle Girl boss. Okay, you can drop the girl boss. <laughs> Atwood. Right. And if you smell. <laughs> That's what I was hoping to go into. <laughs> Michelle, happy Thanksgiving, happy holidays. Thank you so much for being here today. Why are you looking at me like I just ate a cat? Like yeah. I'm the. That's where the cat went. <laughs> I ate a rat. I'm the cat who ate a rat. You ate a turkey earlier. I did eat a turkey earlier. No, no cat. I'm good. Perfectly. Fine. Are you? Oh, great. You good? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That sounded convincing. So I'm going to step out and let you two discuss this news. No, no, no. It's okay. Yeah. Sorry. I will I will uh, shelf my attitude <laughs> for this segment. <laughs> now, in case people are wondering, Michelle, you, your, your wonderful parents have been in town. You finally got out of, uh, out of the house today, out of purgatory or jail, if you will. <laughs> you got out of the house. I did get out of the house, yeah. I, look, when any of us have relatives come over, we're at the beck and call or the whim of whatever. So mm -hmm. I, you were not able to get over to Festival of the Holidays until today. You're correct, yes. Um, it, was, it was one of those things that I was, you know, when you can't be there, it's killing you. Yeah. Like, you want to be there, you want to be there to cover everything because you're used to that. And then when something hits and you can't, it's like, oh, my gosh. So, like, this morning, even though it's absolutely freezing outside, oh it's Florida cold, um, we were like, nope, we're going to bundle up. I have two long sleeve shirts on, put on a hat, a <laughs> scarf, put on boots, and we're going to Epcot. I mean, it was cold. Uh, you, your images today were fabulous. I do have to say, though, <laughs> and here's the one, and you're going to kill me for this. Great. So, you are wearing a pair of Walsh Princess apparel. I am. In all the pictures. Yes. Which looks great. But then I see, saw you sat on the stone by the, the sign, and I was just like, oh, that would freeze my, my tuchus off. Like, that's cold. That's cold. <laughs> well, so... Um, <laughs> Your tuchus? <laughs> I didn't... What else do you want me to say? Okay, so in fairness, um, my sweatshirt that I had on was longer in the back because a, a, lot of, a lot of us ladies like to wear longer shirts with our leggings, um, even fabulous leggings like Lost Princess Apparel. Which are fabulous, uh, by They the are way. fabulous. I would go off and buy a pair. <laughs> You've worn them. I, I, do, I, I own. He owns know, more than I do. I do. I own zero. Greg owns more than I do. Scott doesn't wear them. I do. I, I am manly enough to admit I wear Lost Princess Apparel. We don't Apparel. make my size. No? That's a lie. <laughs> you won't wear them, though. It's okay. I'll give you a pass. You don't have to wear them. Thank you. But yeah, so I was, it was, uh, it was covered when I sat, but yeah, <laughs> it was cold today. I mean, it was cold. We did okay until we got probably halfway around World <laughs> Showcase. And then all of a sudden I looked at Scott, I'm like, is it me or is it getting colder? Yeah. And just so people are aware, we're talking, it was like 55 degrees. Right. right. It, it wasn't Which, like you guys are from Detroit. Yeah. Uh, being from Philly, a cold day is like 
below freezing. Right, but it was what seventy just yesterday, and today it's fifty. Yes. But so people don't understand. Maybe maybe you you can understand what I'm saying. So um, when there's different degrees or or types, if you will, of cold. Mm-hmm. Like Florida cold is bone chilling cold. Now we'll go back to Michigan, you know, at Christmas time and, um, you know, it's snowing or whatever it, it'll be in the thirties, but I swear to you, it does not feel that cold. It's the weirdest thing. It feels colder here. Cause you also have that nice snow that built up and yeah. you can get an igloo and it's not so bad. I miss snow. I it's hot. No. It's hot. Like we just build fortresses from house to house. Just little <laughs> tunnels. Just tunnels of snow. It's like right. there's a wampa somewhere. He's like, oh, oh. oh my gosh. <laughs> Sorry, Michelle. Um, Disney news. What would you like to talk about today? You being the queen of the tournament. Oh my gosh. Um, there's a lot to talk about, but I just I want to follow what you so uh, <laughs> before we get into wish, because that's a big topic, I All right. think. All right. Um uh let's talk about Festival of the Holidays. It All did right. open up today. Uh, no, not today. It opened up over the weekend. Saturday. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you guys got a chance to go over today to enjoy it. What did you enjoy? What did you see? What did you do? Well, I, honestly, I think it's probably, uh, I want to say my favorite festival at Epcot. And that's a huge thing because I do like them all, except I don't really care for food and wine anymore. Don't throw stuff at me. But I like the other I, I like the other. I ones. agree with you 100%. Do you? Oh, it's too crowded. It's too crowded and overrated. It's, it's <laughs> not only that, but it's the longest. And then there's no so reason long. to keep it that long. And they don't change it up. And they could do a Halloween festival, fall festival. Oh, that'd be sure. a great idea. Yeah, I'm just like how it used to be when it was only a couple of months like every other right. festival. But now it's from summer to winter. It's like... Holidays is probably my favorite i was just telling scott off air and um, i love doing festival of the holidays because there's not you, you get to sit around and enjoy a lot of this festival there's you stuff do. to do for you to enjoy other than like food and wine you got to go to every food booth you have to review yeah. every everything they come out with there's a lot to do and it's over many many weeks right festival of the holidays it's quick it's quick mm-hmm. hitting it's november 18th 22nd whatever it was yeah. until and it's over December yeah. 30th. So just about a month, a little yeah. over a month. Great. Maybe that's why we enjoy it so much is because we know it's kind of fleeting. Like before we get used to it, it's gone. Um, and nothing for nothing, the uh, large kid inside me is like, oh, cookies. Right? So job. we did get a couple cookies today. Um, he actually kept the passport for the cookie stroll to get the stamps. So we're going to, we didn't get all the cookies. Mm. They, like I said, we got halfway through and we're like, okay, we're out of here. It's too cold. <laughs> I mean, it was well, too cold. We, we, got, we got the spice chocolate cookie. Yes, that, which wasn't um, spicy. Which wasn't spicy. I don't know what the spice is in it. And then we had the gingerbread cookie in America. Yeah. And I, oh, so here's the thing. Here's something I found interesting. So every year during Festival of the Holidays, I want to, ever have like something you're, I'm going to try that and you will never do? Yes. Okay. So. In the America Pavilion, they have a little mini turkey dinner. It's turkey, gravy, cranberry, stuffing, potatoes, and green beans. With all on a all on a little plate. Uh huh. So I'm like, I'm intrigued. That's a whole dinner (laughs) for like six bucks. That's a lot. And it's six dollars, which you know, yeah. So I went and we got that today, and wouldn't you know, it was delicious. It the potatoes were real potatoes. Oh. The stuffing was good. Even the beans were good. I mean, I was shocked, but yeah, highly, highly recommend that. So, and I was telling Scott too because you know, almost said I'm a food critic. Um, <laughs> that, that if you, if the plate is small, you get a little taste of everything, like yeah. at, at a holiday meal. 
and it's not big enough to where like, oh, I'm too full. I can't go snack elsewhere now. Right. You know what I mean? Because if you want to try, you know, any of the specialty drinks or the or the treats, the cookies, the whatever else. And the only part I was sad about today is um, it was so cold. I didn't want to drink anything. So, you know, they have all the, you know, the different booths have different like cocktails yes, or yes, different I things. Do. And, um, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know anything about drinking around the world at Festival of the Holidays. All right. Well, we can pretend. <laughs> uh, no. Okay. So for real, like I, I was kind of bummed that it was too cold. I mean, he even got water at one point. He's like, right. you want some more water? I'm like, no, I, oh, I'm good. cold. I don't want oh, anything. It didn't get I warm. did want to add. I see they need like spiced rum drinks everywhere. Oh my gosh. Oh, it would have been so good. Like I should have had like a ginger snap spiced rum cranberry drink somewhere along. We said some in the parking lot out of the back of the car. I should just come in. <laughs> yeah, never mind. I was going to say go in with my own carafe of stuff, <laughs> but I don't want to get in trouble. Hey, there are ways. Uh, no, 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 no. There's no ways. There is no way. There is no way. No, no. I wouldn't know. No. I heard. No, that was not Michelle's voice. That was me and Greg imitating Michelle's say, voice. I did it. I said I <laughs> So what else did you have to eat today at Festival of the Holidays? I don't know. What was the other thing we tried? Oh, please tell me about it, too, because I know where Scott's going. And I, this is the one I wanted to hear because I said no to it. What? <laughs> oh, oh, yes. Now I know. Sorry, I forgot because you ate most of that one. It, it was, was good. It was the um, the poutine fries that were made with sweet potato fries and it had turkey, gravy, and cranberry on yes. them. Mm -hmm. And those were not bad either. And the cheese curd. Last oh, year's was my, that was my favorite dish. It was good. Except... They had it with regular fries last year um, instead of sweet potato fries. I don't eat sweet potato fries. So when I saw that on the menu, I was like, eh, She doesn't like sweet potatoes, like sweet but potatoes. these are really good fries. They were good were and they? crunchy. They weren't the mushy ones. They were, yeah, they were see, cooked that's really what I'm worried well. About. It's like, I, don't, I can't do mush. These weren't well, mushy at all. They tasted like restaurant sweet potato fries, like you would get at like a chain restaurant or something. Well, he gets it sometimes. Like I, I'm, I've hated sweet potatoes since I was a kid. I would sit at the table and cry if my yes, mom would try me too. it. Oh, forget it. You know, like she's like, you can't get up from that table until you eat that. I'm like, I don't want to eat them, mom. She told her that on Thursday. Just get my pajamas. I'm not going nowhere. I'm going to sit here all night. Um, so yeah, it's just it's it's pretty good. No but, wonder yeah. you have flashbacks on Thanksgiving. She <laughs> <laughs> was like, back in Da Nang. <laughs> Actually, no, I'm, they didn't make sweet potatoes on Thanksgiving. Oh. So it was a, a different. We hit them with the stuffing. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, they were good. They were good. So um, Yeah, they were definitely. They were, sweet potatoes, like nothing for nothing. All I can think of being, is like being baby bird fed. Like it's baby food. It uh, is baby food. But these fries were really good. And, and with the, the gravy had the turkey pieces in it. So it was really a good mixture of mm. flavor in there. I think oh, you, I know the top you have to try it. It's worth it. It's worth it. Yeah. Even if you're hesitant, next time we go, I'll get them. I got to tell you. Because if you don't like them, I'll eat them. I anyway. have to, the first day I have to get whatever the new poutine is. Over there. Mm -hmm. And then I'll slowly go through the booths and check uh -huh. it all out. Mm -hmm. um, I did have the roast beef. Oh, no, I'm sorry, the pastrami Reuben. I didn't get that. This year. I was full from the poutine fries. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> One of his favorites every year. I was representing my people. Well, Haim was <laughs> yes. absolutely excellent. And you know what? That was the only storyteller I saw. Oh, really? really? Yeah. We saw one back in the UK, Father Christmas. Father Christmas. In the UK, and he was cracking jokes like, back then. Father Christmas, bring us some money. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he didn't have money back there, but oh. <laughs> if he did, I'd have been first in line. I think we left too early. He probably passed out after we walked away. <laughs> he was cold. You know, it was a rough day. Yeah, that big jacket on him. <laughs> was that the Boomtown Rats that sang that? I don't know. Yeah, no idea. You're the music guy. I am. 
I'm now going to be looking up who sang Father Christmas from the 80s, the English band. It wasn't Wham. You don't know? It wasn't Wham. It was no. not Wham. No. Culture Club. The guy from Wham. Culture <laughs> <laughs> No, that's dead. Anyway. Boy George? <laughs> sing that. Uh, no, it was not. And it wasn't the other guy from Wham. Because it's George Michael and the other guy. Or, or the guy Ridgely. who's married to the girl from Banana Andrew, Wham. Andrew. Andrew Ridgely is the yes. other Whammer. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know there's a biography out about them? I know, and I have not on seen Netflix? it yet. I want to see it. I heard it's actually very it's good. It's really good, apparently. I've heard that, too. And when I was when I was a kid, I loved George Michael. You still do. I still do. I, 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 hey, is it just the English band thing for you? Because you do like The Cure. You're like a big Robert Smith. She loves all this stuff. You love Morrissey. I like Morrissey. Yes. You would. Um, <laughs> the Smiths. Um, okay, so here she likes a lot of those bands. Uh, yeah. What? Okay, what about Erasure? That was That's, an yeah. English club music yeah. in the late '80s. Love it. But you didn't like the Depeche, Depeche, Depeche Mode. Mode. I like Depeche Mode. Were you you said you weren't a big fan. fan. No, I hate the rhythmics. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> she just blatantly. I hate I them. Jeez. <laughs> is it their island? Any Lennox go away? Is it? Wow. I is it an island thing? <laughs> I don't. I don't like. Oh, it. give Ireland back to the Irish. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you can keep it. I don't know why you're a pirate all of a sudden. <laughs> you know what I really like? Arr. Boys don't cry. Arr. 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 Robert, <laughs> Robert Smith. Pirate Robert Smith. <laughs> I just don't. When I was a kid, I just didn't like Annie Lennox's voice, and I kind of still don't. That's all. It had nothing to do with anything else. Are you I a just, Susie and the Banshees fan? I or? was. Oh, I love Susie, too. Yeah. All that stuff. Tom Tom, are you a Tom Tom Club fan? I know of them. Um, oh, see, I went American on you because all of a sudden I'm like Talking Heads. and Talking Heads, uh, yeah. I used to think that David Byrne from Talking Heads looked like my dad when my dad was young. <laughs> <laughs> he did. So oh, he was burning Byrne. down the house. Wow. Yeah. He was anyway. a psycho killer, too. <laughs> Keep talking about him. Uh, anyway. And then, and then she's a big new kid on the block band. <laughs> so figure all that in. She <laughs> loves... What's his name? And Friends? Joey, Joey Fatone and Friends? And Friends, yeah. You like Anne Friends. I love Anne Friends. There's something to be said for Anne Friends. There's, I mean, look, I wish I was part of Anne Friends. Greg's got an autograph book and all it says all throughout all it, it is Anne Friends. Anne Friends. Friends. Page also, two, I Anne don't Friends. go for any of the main artists. I go for the Anne Friends. Anne Friends. It's like Mickey Mouse. I don't, it's Mickey Mouse and Friends. Anne Friends. I like Anne Friends. Well, there's more of them. We always root for the underdog, Greg. Oh, Are the right. underdogs. Pluto yeah. and Goofy. Well, not everybody can be the lead singer, right? Joey wasn't the lead singer either. He wasn't. Mm -mm. I got nothing then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My point went out the window. <laughs> it was a it was a moo point. It kind of went like it hit a it hit like a big cinder block. I'm like, oh. Uh, 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 all right, I'm done. Anyway, uh, let's talk more <laughs> Disney news. Somehow, let's get back on target. Yeah, the Disney news turned into um, music from overseas. Uh, you have not seen this yet. Um, but I did a review on it. I got to see it the day before it came out. Actually, last Tuesday we recorded, and then I went afterwards. You went that night? Disney Wish. Wish. Yeah. yeah. The ship? Uh, yeah. The that, I'm confused by that. Like, I've said that for Why would you name the ship? Your Wish. newest ship. And then you already knew you had an in-production movie, movie called named Wish. Wish. And well, Rapunzel's on the outside of the Wish. Yeah. Which I, yeah, I don't know. But she's a dreamer. She is. She's the ultimate dreamer. I know. I love her. All right, I anyway. 
Sorry. I think we know where we're going on this top five list. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Told um, you. Number 50. So uh, Scott and I are going to have a really good discussion later on about Disney and box office woes recently. Well, we hope it's a good discussion. I know, I, I have <laughs> we're going to see on- if we don't can't kill each other in the middle of a conversation <sighs> on the podcast. I have thoughts on that too, but it's not my segment. <laughs> no, no, no. I'd love to hear what you have to say. So um, Wish did not do as predicted. No. Uh, the numbers came in actually pretty low compared to the prediction was, and it was modest. It was very modest, $44 million. Mm-hmm. It was supposed and to on a holiday weekend, usually movies do fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And that's one of the issues we're having with Disney right now. And um, so Wish ended up at $31.4 million, mm-hmm. which for a holiday weekend ends up putting it at third. Ooh. Behind a movie that was out for a week already with yeah. Hunger Games yeah. and behind the new Napoleon. And that's about 33% less than the expectation. Yeah. Which is and I think uh, the Troll movie was number four, and that's been out a couple weeks too. Yeah, and it's still got $30 million. Yeah, kids are loving that Trolls movie. So I think people are going to love Wish, and I'm just going to put that on Front Street. I have I, my review goes really deep into yeah, it. Yeah, I read it. Um, and I'm fair. I think I'm fair with mm-hmm. it because I my hope is Disney puts out another Frozen, puts out another Encanto, puts out another Snow White. Home run. Like, just, home run. And you know it's, and this one, um, and I'm not poo-pooing all over it. No, I understand. But it came in at less than expectations. But if you're a seven-year-old girl or boy, then you're I can all over see it. Yeah. walking out of the theater going, that is, I can, that's Disney? Yes, more. Uh, give me more Disney princess movies or right. non-princess movies or just give me more Disney animation. Yeah. What did you think of the box office or the return on that? Um, I'm not surprised, mm-hmm. honestly, um, and, and for a plethora of reasons. <laughs> uh, but I will say that um, in addition to, uh, and I don't think it's just uh, Disney. Yeah, Disney does keep missing the mark on a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. However, I think that we also have to factor in the, um, the idea that the economy is so bad and a lot of people can't afford to go to the show. Yeah. Oh, that's, a, I think, mm-hmm. one, a major thing. I think a or family if they of can, four... they're going to pick, like, okay, you tell the kids, you know, we're going to go to one movie this weekend and, you know, there's a handful that they want to see. If, you know, you back in the day, you could go to the movies almost every weekend, take the kids, and, you know, it was kind of a cheap night out, get a split a thing of popcorn. Yeah. Now it's not really that affordable and especially with i think i think streaming has killed going to the movies uh, especially on disney like yep. they mm-hmm. push disney plus so hard yep and i think we're looking at i think this is the new normal um post pandemic yep it's we're a few years past it uh and then every movie that disney has put out has been not a box office success, not over the top. I mean, no. look, Elemental did make its money back, mm-hmm. but at 400 and some odd million dollars worldwide. Uh, Encanto did make its money back, but it took a long time. Mm-hmm. And, um, Strange World missed the mark completely. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, Wish, it, we're, it could, we, do? we don't know what the legs are on Wish. Right? Yes. We don't know if it's going to hold up over the holiday because... Look, I would tell every family, if you can afford it, go to an AMC or a Regal yeah, or go something. See it. There's something special about sitting in a movie theater. I prefer right. it, actually. But, but at 12.50, a child? Yeah. So do you think eventually, though, it, things might go back for Disney like they were for the pandemic and where they charge you $30 to watch it on Disney Plus when it first drops instead of having it in a theater? 
Uh, I mean, because if it's not, if it's going to keep bombing at theaters, if ever everything they put out, because people are still paying that twenty dollars a month for streaming, right. Disney Plus. Oh yeah, you're paying and for you're, Disney Plus and regardless, to go to the movie when you know and it's going to be there. It's going to be on Disney Plus. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? If you if like you Christmas have to budget, season. if yeah. you have to budget, which so many of us do, and it makes me so sad. Like this Christmas is kind of depressing because so many families are having a hard time, and you know. <sighs> I just think that it's something that, you know, it used to be it used to be something that everybody could do and now it's almost a luxury. You know what I'm saying? And like streaming, if you're gonna pay for streaming and pay to go to the movies, it doesn't make sense. If <laughs> and this is where I could go off and I'm gonna hold my tongue. You hold that. Bit. I would just want to plant the seed that I think that it's a it's a combination of things. No, no, no. I think you're absolutely right. And I think they've also priced uh, I think movie theaters in general, I think uh, certain people have priced a whole subsect of this country, and it's the poorer third, if mm-hmm. or poorer half, mm-hmm. has been priced out of doing any of these family events. And I mm-hmm. think that's what, yep. that's the market you used to be able to be, like, no, I, I grew up in the inner city, like, uh, that was Here's two fifty. Go to the movies. Or a matinee and, was cheap. You right. could go in the afternoon. Yep. For ten dollars, you could get the movie and a snack. You could right. get a yes. drink and a pop, a small popcorn. Usually for ten dollars, and because we used to do it, it was before six in our town at uh, Star Theaters back in the day yeah. in Michigan, and it was for like on Tuesdays, I think it was. It was like three fifty to see the movie, and then they had like a five dollar popcorn and pop special. Yeah. And it was great. And now you can't even get in the movies for ten dollars. No, we spent seventy dollars just to get popcorn and something to drink. It's right. outrageous. Well, and you go to some of these theaters where they do the dining. Yeah. So you'll pay fifty dollars or more just for four tickets, but then you're gonna spend another fifty to sixty on, on a meal that's yep. subpar. Oh, well below subpar. Um, I mean it's a convenience. <laughs> it's it's convenient. great that they bring it that's to awesome. you. I love movie ninja. Like they, they just pop up out of they nowhere. Do. Just like, they do. Hey, can I have a certain I'm like, whoa. Well, the theater we saw Haunted Mansion at was Sinopolis. What was it called? Sinopolis something or other. Yeah, Winter Garden. That's where we saw. And it was great. I mean, I I really like Sinopolis. They have the IMAX down So nice. Um, We we got, you get like almost like a love seat. The two of you sit together. You have a little table between you. Um, They bring you the food. The love seat. And then you bring the little light and they come up, they refill your drink, they do whatever. But it was still whatever cost for tickets, which I want to say was $30 some dollars for two of us. And then another 50 or 60 just eat on top yeah, of that. I just it's can think of, uh, you know, by the time, and then if you want, you know, a, a box of candy, God forbid, or something like that, it's $100 to go to the movies for two hours. Yeah. It's a lot. Do you bring a blanket with you? I know, but I do bring a hoodie or jacket. Holly with brings me. like a full on blanket. It's cold now. in there. She's just like all snuggled up. I'm like, yeah. hey, we're in the theater. What are you doing? You put pockets in the blanket. You hide candy in them. It's yeah. cold in the movies, though. Dude, I got busted at Snopolis, by the way. Did you yes. really? Did you I bring had a in, like, McDonald's or I, something? I, I, <laughs> <laughs> What's that smell? I smell fries. Is that, they is don't that even sell Burger them. King? I smells <laughs> like, I don't know. Is that wood and fire? <laughs> I'll have the onion rings that guy has. Oh, we don't have onion rings. Excuse oh, never mind. me, sir. <laughs> is your plate on fire? <laughs> I got busted. Anyway, that's um, some ketchup. Yes, my there's plate. there's some issues going on around there, and mm-hmm. uh, and it's I I was a little upset that the numbers did make. I had high hopes for this. I had um, I wanted it. I wanted to be able to go. I told you so to all these critics out there who are like, oh, Disney's bombing, and I don't think Disney's bombing. I think there's stuff that needs to be fixed. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And when we talk about it, it's out of love for who they are, what they are. Like I mean, we I, love Disney. The history of Disney. Yeah. We love we love the way it used to be. 
there's a lot of things there's they do nowadays that we don't There's a lot of things now that, like you said, you're out, you're out pricing the middle class mm -hmm. or people that are even, you know. It, it, I just think that things that used to be something that most people could enjoy are becoming luxuries, yeah. like I said. It's not like it used to be. And, and what's sad about it, though, is if you think about the production that goes into a movie, the millions, if not a billion dollars yeah. to make a movie nowadays, they have to charge more in order to make that money back because the actors, they get paid higher than they did 20 years ago. The director, the producer, the cinematographer, the guy who does the FX. I mean, there's all these people who are all get making a fortune off of making yeah. this movie, and then the studio's going, okay, now we have to make our money back, and if 100 million people see it at $10 each, that's a billion dollars. Hey, Atwood, huh. you might want to save some of that for your segment. Sorry. Because <laughs> I just just want to touch on it a little bit, and I don't want to ruin you got your both of your My segment. brain was going okay, faster. Okay, we, we can skip this if you'd like. Go back, go to the next thing. What would you like to do? Um, Skip. Moving on, moving ladies on. and gentlemen. Just <laughs> <laughs> see how easy that is? Yes. You can just say moving next. on. Next. Um, okay, so we we just you just trashed Disney. Um, I did. <laughs> I, trashed, I trashed the. She the... pushed there as we were driving by. She opened up the door and kicked him out to the gravel and threw popcorn no, on him. No, I didn't. And I then said she the poured the soda on top of him. Now they're said... sticky and bloody. And oh my god, we're sorry, Disney. You're not we, getting no extra Scott butter on that. Popcorn. I love you. Oh my gosh, I love Disney. If you're listening to this, Tyler, <laughs> I love. I love. <laughs> I love the haunted mansion. That was a good movie. I love the. Haunted we all three of us did actually. I've we seen all it like them. five times. <laughs> I think I'm at four. But it's three. good every time I've seen. I've never seen it go. Yeah. You know what? That movie's not that good. I love. And that the reviews movie. came out and people trashed it. I'm just like, you're so wrong because uh, yeah. Anyway. Oh. Okay, you can save it. I get oh. save it for yours. We're gonna have a so, three hour show, people. So just go are. get a snack on the next commercial break and come back. Yeah. Really. Um. But on a positive note, Michelle, yeah. <laughs> you being the, the wonderful Disney mogul that you are, oh boy. I would like to know, and I think, honestly, the audience would probably really like to know your opinions on the top and your top five Disney animation movies. Hmm. Now, I'm not talking Pixar. I'm talking Walt Disney Animation Studio feature films. I think it's, what, 66 of them? 66 of them, I believe, is what you're at. Yep. Yeah, so I, with Wish, it would make it 67. Mm. No, 62. 62 is films. Is that all it is? Yeah. Wow. Because, I, right, we, Encanto, wasn't that 60? That was the big thing they were I'm selling on? I'm not sure. I, I, I honestly don't know the answer to that. I knew what number 50 was, so I'm looking it you up now. You need to pull, pull it up on the I'm, screen because I'm sure there's something I'm going to forget. Um, About my top. Yeah. So I, I, I think I have a guess on your number one. Uh, but I would like to hear the other ones. I want to, especially someone like you, because I have a feeling it's a mixture of old school uh -huh. and new. You're right. And then there's got to be at least one from the Disney Renaissance on there, because every every person our age has one from each. So I believe Wish is 62. Yeah, wow. Wish is 62. The first one, of course, being Snow White and Snow So Strange World was last, and then the one where that was Encanto. So yeah, Correct. we were there for the 60th film that came out. You'll have to like scooch down on your screen so I can see. I'm trying to make sure you can things. see. Okay, so should I just blurt out number one? No, no. <laughs> you need to start way up to number one. So apparently we went number one. And then we worked our way down. Okay, I'm Nobody sorry. Just pretend I didn't say that. Let's go backwards. <laughs> so what's your, so of the top 62 movies, what one is number five? Like, or it's the, so hard to, to name them in order. Um, okay, so I'll I. will do 
do two through five in out of order any way you want because yes. we now know what number one is. So I would, nice. I, and I'm sure. Unless Greg cuts it. Two and three. No, I'm not leaving. We leave in all mistakes. But not your F bomb a couple weeks ago. I, well, <laughs> I wanted this to air. <laughs> Somebody's audience would get offended by me. Okay, so I, when I want to put at you, it has to be Lady and the Tramp. Okay, that's a be- great choice. Because I love dogs, for one. And um, number two, it was uh, the very first movie, Disney movie, I saw in the theater. You remember back in the day they used to do re-releases? Yeah. Um, it was a re-release, and my mom was like, ooh, Disney movie, let's go. And I was like, five, I want to say? And it was Lady and the Tramp. And then she bought wow. it for me on VHS. <laughs> I remember the VHS release. Um, so the that- big boxes, too. Um, and I would have to say, can I talk? Sure. All right. Wow. Um, we're never going to get through my segment, you guys. This is going to be an eight-hour show. segment's going to end up the whole rest of right? the show. Right? I'm trying to be courteous to both of you so I don't, like, totally, like, just, ah, you're... Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Michelle Atwood show, <laughs> starring Michelle Atwood. I, I'm trying to, Scott I'm trying to get past this, so I don't do that. Um, okay, so... So number five. Um, Lady and the Tramp. Probably Lady and the Tramp. Um, I also, um, another favorite when I was little was Sleeping Beauty. Of course. Um, I loved that one. Um, but then it could probably be in a tie with Dumbo, but Dumbo makes me cry ugly tears. So there's that. Of course it does. I, I can't even hear the first couple notes of Baby Mine without my nose starting to burn and my eyes just have this reaction of starting to water. It's awful. <laughs> So please don't play that song for me ever. I'll cry. I now just learned what not to do. I was about to sing it too, and I was please like, don't. "No, please don't." I can't. I can do it. a good Sarah Bareilles version of. No, uh, no I can't. you know what? I'll. I'll. I don't want to have a meltdown right here. That's okay. Okay, thank you. Um. So what are we at? So Dumbo and Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. Are probably tied. Right. Um. Okay. Then I'd have to say Lilo and Stitch, because. It was the first Disney movie that I, one of my, my older son got to see. Because when I had my kids, I was chomping at the bit to get them in all Disney-fied oh, as soon yeah. as possible. I mean, he was, he was a baby baby. He, don't, he doesn't remember that. But then. <laughs> but you do. But I do. That's all that matters. But I do. And, you know, and he, he still, he used to watch um, Lilo and Stitch all the time and Monsters, Inc., which doesn't count as what we're talking about. Um, <laughs> so. Let's see. So I did Lady and That's Tramp. four. Okay, so, I mean, I, it's really hard because there's so many that are near and dear to my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I already... And the reason I ask this is because uh, we're about to go to number one, but Frozen just had its 10th anniversary, mm-hmm. and Frozen 2 was one of the most massive box office successes in yes. Disney's history. Yes. Uh, if you look at a certain section where you have, like... Frozen, Big Hero 6, Utopia, Moana, Ralph Breaks the Internet, Frozen 2. Like, those were all massive hits for Disney. Mm-hmm. And they're all really, really good movies. They are. And it's like, do they fit in the pantheon of Disney? And they absolutely do. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I, I would put, of all those, one of those would make my top, top five. So, anyway, your number one, mm-hmm. though, is literally... Two movies right before that group grouping came out, and I would say it was probably the headliner of the the section of movies that came out prior to that because you had Princess and the Frog, Bolt, Meet the Robinsons, mm-hmm. um, and then this movie came out and just it 
it didn't set the world on fire until a few years afterwards. Right. And so we're talking about Tangled, obviously. I was um, waiting for you to say. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. Um, I don't think Tangled gets enough love from Disney. Um, they don't put out enough merchandise. They don't really give it the props it deserves. And and I, it's a great story. It's about, you know, you know, shattering your comfort zone and, you know, trying to break out from what, you know, face what you're afraid of and just live. And I, that's my whole everything. And I think that's why I love Tangled so much is because I resonate with that story. And like Michigan was like my tower that I was afraid to leave it. But when I did a whole, you know, it, a new life happened. You're making perfect sense. Like that's the, that right there. And it, I talk with my hands, so I just hit my So microphone. do I. <laughs> that's the essence of a Disney movie. Yes. It touches you somehow personally. Yes. And you relate to it. And that's why Disney storytelling is so important, especially to us. And this is what I keep talking about all the time is how important and special Disney can be, especially to us who grew up when we didn't have cell phones. We didn't have all this other right. stuff. And we had a lot of reflection and a lot of time and latchkey kids. And we latch on to movies like this. Mm -hmm. And that's what the magic of Disney has been throughout the years. So when we don't do see something perform spectacular at the, or we don't think the storytelling is up to par, right. we are allowed to be vocal and say something about it. We're being, we're critiquing. We're not right. criticizing, if that makes sense. No, and you, and you can't help but compare, um, you know, to stuff that's more recent as opposed to stuff even from, like Tangle's 13 years old this year. Um, and, I mean, it stars Mandy Moore and Zachary Levi. I mean, those are two people that are in things, like, now. I, I, I guess I just don't understand why Disney doesn't give it the the love I feel it deserves. Um, and, and, and for somebody like me, how you're talking about resonating with characters. Um, so before Tangled came out, I used to think Cinderella was like the best thing. But here, I'm going to say something really cringy and cliche. I know exactly. Go ahead. So Cinderella had to wait for somebody to come and rescue her. And Rapunzel left her damn tower by herself. Well, with a uh, little help from Flynn Rider. Uh, it, and she stood up to I her mother. I think it was important for daughters... <laughs> And kids in growing up and nowadays yeah. to see that they don't need a... And I'm not saying you don't need it. I'm just saying that stereotypic trope of a man has to come and rescue you. Exactly. Is and outdated. It is kind of outdated. And I'm not like a like an uber feminist. I mean, I believe in girl power and women doing everything. Um, but I do think that there's something to be said for a strong female character that... I mean, she could have been bullied by her mother. She could have been, you know, scared to go back and all this stuff. And then at the end, she was strong and she found her real family and it was happy. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm malicious, mean and scary. <laughs> but that was not. <laughs> that was Michelle Atwood from the Main Street yes, House. Sir. Michelle, <laughs> thank you so much for being here today. Of I'm not kicking you out, but you can't stay here. All right. I, no, I was, I'm, I'm just kidding. I was trying to help was, you out. No, you're like, all right, you're, let's cut this. Sorry. No, I, we could have kept talking about the whole thing. but It's you know. not my show. I do a segment, so I will see myself out the door. Do you have anything going on? <laughs> you want to ask me more stuff? <laughs> yes, I was. Oh, my God. I'm trying to do you a favor because you know I talk a lot. I was doing you a favor. You know what's funny is I have not seen one of the Disney animated movies since then. This is going to be a great conversation. I have not seen any of them because I didn't want to see any of them. 
Womp, womp. You Everything stand on the couch when the boys and I watch Frozen. You I were technically in the room. I didn't pay attention to any of it. <sighs> I didn't know. I didn't even know the story of Frozen until we saw the Frozen sing along. Really? Um, yeah, you guys are going to have a great segment. God. I can't wait to listen. <laughs> <laughs> you sure you don't want to stick around? If you're not I, on the media list, you'll never make it after my segment. With you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I love this. Anyway, ladies nice. and gentlemen, from the Main Street Mouse, Lost Princess Apparel... The one, the incomparable, Michelle Atwood. Thank you so much for today. Thank you, too. Have fun. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. As always, as I bring my list up, I am stalling for a second there, Scott, while I get all of this in order. Can find the audio clip? What the fuck, Disney? Today, Scott, I want this. I love that we go from talking with your wife. It's all magical and fair, fairies and fun and all this mystical world. What the Disney? <laughs> and I was told now. to be nice. Oh, man. Coming off the holiday weekend, I'm telling you, this is going to be great. So today... I want to discuss one thing that is really grinding my gear. Like this is really crawled uh, yeah. up somewhere. And I, I just, I, so um, today I want to talk a little bit about pricing at Disney. Now I'm not going about like how much ticket sales are, whatever Disney will charge their corporation. That's fine. They got to pay but those employees. What I'm talking about is a very silly complaint but I hate when businesses use the bait and switch mm -hmm. merchandise tactic. Yep. Um, you know, when you see a price listed, it draws you in to buy it. Right. But when you do decide to purchase it, the price magically is a whole lot more because in the fine print is the details. Now I went up in the smallest buy, print possible. Yeah. Oh, the smallest one possible. And it was just like, wait a second. Oh, that's worded a bit weird. I went up to buy the new wishing star, Mm -hmm. Wish stipper yes. bucket. Um, and this isn't the only one I'm hearing this because I'm starting to hear from other people of the Donald Tuck tree sipper. I was going to say, remember when we were at the party, the Christmas party, and I saw the sipper at Cosmic Rays and yeah. I came back and said that was one price width and with one. Yeah. Price so price they width. are now charging. Uh, the Wish sipper was advertised, and I asked a cast member before I saw the sign, and I was like, um, how, how much is it? And she goes, it's $13.50. But, and there's the big thing, but, but you have to purchase a drink to be able to purchase the sipper. Yep. And I was like, wait, 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 what do you mean? So it's goes, a purchase with purchase. Yeah, so the whole thing ended up being $18.99. Now, that's not a lot of money. No. It's just, it's the, it's the bait and switch tactic. Like, and here's the big issue. I could have just walked around the other side of the park and found it for $16.99 with a fountain drink included. Oh, yeah, there you go. Like, it says $16.99, fountain drink included. Of course, it's not, this is $13.50, only after a purchase of the other drink that is $6.99, and your total will be $18.99. Yeah, it, it, it makes absolutely zero sense why they do that. Just, you know what, just put the flat price out just there. Just put the flat, just, and... Put $18.99 includes right. beverage. 
You know there's going to be, you're not stopping resellers. No. I don't know why you're doing this, but just tell me exactly what the whole price is. If the drink's included, fine, the drink's included. If like, not, fine. Right. If I can pick a drink, fine, let me know. I can, But mm. other than that, I hate when Disney is doing that now. And again, we're hearing it from all over the place that this is happening. And they do it in other ways too. Like if you stay at, if for instance, if you stay at the campground. Right. It costs you $10 more per day for your car to use the driveway that's attached to the cabin that you rented. Really? Yeah. Now, you know what? <laughs> Just add the $10 a day into the charge for the night right. and don't tell me because it makes me irritated more to say, you're going to charge me $10 more to park in the driveway that nobody else can use that's attached to the cabin I've already rented. Just makes no sense, but that's my ramble for today. No, I, I am fully on your side because we saw this when we were at the Christmas party and they had the Donald Duck zipper. Yeah. Um. And it, it was whatever price was listed, but then it said you have to purchase a beverage. Get it? I'm going to be a jerk. Okay. Because you know what? You're going to find it at Cast Connections for 10 bucks in about three weeks. Without a drink. Yep. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> moving on. It's time for News of the Bazaar with Scott and Greg. Brought to you today by Astrology. Because cancer beats Pisces like my dad beat me. That's right, Scott. Like my dad beat me. And I think he beat you a little hard sometimes. It is the <laughs> holiday weekends. It always brings up great memories around the Gately household. Greg, eat your turkey. <laughs> no, no, no. Bam. <laughs> wow, man, that just Sorry. went dark. Well, that's how I got dark meat. So I Ooh, oh, it was beat it to us that way. Ah. Ah. As you can tell, we're just joking, people. And we're tired. And we're very tired. It's been a long week. Scott just got out of the house. He's finally breathing. So, Scott. A man. <laughs> I don't even know how to go. So anyway, I know. I want to see how you're going to read is, this without laughing. This is from the Main Street Mouse. Um, I, I'm sure Michelle or somebody, one of the writers at TheMainStreetMouse.com wrote this. Um, a man was arrested Sunday after he was seen naked wandering around. It's a small world ride and did, speaking of it, it's a small world. <laughs> There's too many jokes there. Just Wait, too many. <laughs> Forcing the ride to shut down for more than an hour while park guests looked on confused. Uh, it happened approximately around 1.30 p.m. According to an Instagram user, uh, I'm not going to list them, who shared the video of the incident on the show, social media. The man, seen in nothing but glasses and a black pair of underwear, Walked around the display. Uh, the same post showed a pile of what appeared to man's clothing is nearby. Mm -hmm. In the video shared by Blank, the same man was seen climbing over the display and onto a fake watcher in front of the Taj Mahal on the ride. Uh, while Disney cast members could be heard asking the man to climb off and warning him he could hurt himself. Um, the, the also, um, there was a clip I saw today of the man fully... Um, Fully uh, in It's a Small World package oh. uh, underneath the tunnel. Um, now, um, this person who posted the video told Fox 11 that the cast members obviously did an excellent job handling the situation to best their abilities. Mm -hmm. There were family members and people still around. And I want to give fair warning before we go too deep into this. Uh, it is highly suspicious. The gentleman was arrested, mm -hmm. uh, processed, but also taken to the a local mental facility uh, because he was thought to be under the uh, auspicious uh, circumstances of hallucinogenics. And it happens. And Small World's probably the worst place to go when you're on hallucinogenics. I, if you're on, I'm sorry, but, and this is where we're going to get in trouble. 
Now, I'm not saying not to do psychosyllabine uh, mushrooms. But don't go to Disney. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not even saying not to do it at Disney. <laughs> Gives a whole different way of the rides. Uh, what uh, I'm saying is, is Greg's I have opinion. been on Small World very, very stone cold sober. So I always go to Disney. I follow and the, the Disneyland rules. version is a really good opera. It's an amazing version. But if I'm out of my gourd on peyote, doing the full on Jim Morrison, I am the lizard king. I can hear everything. Right. I do not, of all things, want to be hearing It's a Small World for 18 and a half minutes That's long. true, especially if the ride stops and you get Dude, that backup going. And you're imagine if you're like long. really in depth and you get to that last scene where it's like the big white reveal and, yeah, you're like, yeah, yeah. and the backstory is like, these are all kids in heaven. And you're like, oh, all these kids died. Oh God, I don't want to. Oh my God, they're going to send you down a, down a rabbit hole you don't want to go. I know. <laughs> it's almost like, you know, the back the wavy gravy doing It's a Small World. Yeah. Hey kids, don't eat the brown acid before you go on It's a Small World after all. <laughs> There's 75,000 people in line. Do that and then go on Mr. Toad's. You really freak oh, out. Oh my God. <laughs> so, that way it reminds me. So, Back when I was a child, mm -hmm. um, a, a teenager, we one time slept out for uh, concert tickets like you okay. used to have Yes, to like sleep. you had to back yes. in the day. So we were sleeping out for, it was uh, Aerosmith and oh. Guns N' Roses was oh. opening up. And I think oh, wow. Purple was playing. It was a big, it's, it was a big concert. Yeah, it's so a big show. We're like 40th in line, sleeping out overnight. It's, it's 1 a.m. in the morning. There's a big line forming behind us. And, you know, people are enjoying the festivities yep. of sleeping out for tickets. And uh, a girl started going on a very bad trip. Oh, no. And she obviously was reading Jaws <laughs> beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like 2 in the morning. We're, we're children. And, you know, we're not children. Right. But we're, right. we're teenagers. Teenagers. Too. Back then, teenagers could get away with being without parents. Right. And... and extracurricular activities. You were trusted. If you were over 13 or 12 right. or 13, right. you, you could do it all night outside. You could this. sneak in a bottle of rum. That's <laughs> how you keep warm. I, it was. It was. You were sad to sleep out overnight on the streets in Philly. Like, mm -hmm. come on. So this girl, all of a sudden, 2 a.m., she just starts screaming like, get off my beach. 25 people. Hold on. Let's oh, my way. God. Get off my beach. 25 people have died on my beach. Oh my! Yeah, she uh, she lost it, and you could just and then like I saw her a few years later, just like bundled up, like doing the old coming down. <laughs> she's been she's been having issues ever since that evening. Ever since then, she can't watch Jaws. You know what's funny? You bring up concert tickets, and I have to mention this because it hit me when you said. So I get all the Amway announcements when a new concert's coming, and I got the one like last week. And by Amway, we mean Amway, Amway Center. Center. Yeah, sorry, not Amway. The <laughs> soap people. Scott's into MLM. Yeah, it works. Hey, I'm not saying they're in MLM. Whoa, 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 whoa! Let me back no, off that. No, they're actually whoa. you can make a lot of money with Amway if you have a good. Anyway, and <laughs> back to my story. So the Amway Center <laughs> right, right, right. messaged me that the Rolling Stones are coming in concert to the Amway. Not to Amway. Not to Amway. They're coming to the well, stadium. It, oh, it's the stadium camping what, world. Is it camping is world? It camping world? Yeah. It came from the Amway Center, but yeah. they, they run that one. So I didn't pay attention to the press release because it's not really something we could put out. But I saw a commercial the other day for the Rolling Stones coming sponsored by AARP. And I just, wow. I couldn't help but 
laugh through the whole thing because it's like the Rolling Stones sponsored by AARP. And then they had the QR <laughs> code in the bottom, like, scan now if you're not an AARP man. Oh, my God. Oh, I dropped the F-bomb. Dropped the F-bomb wow. again there. But I'm leaving that one in. It blew me away that <laughs> you're missing concert tickets. And I'm thinking, because when I was a teenager, the Rolling Stones were still a yeah, pretty big. Yeah, it was big. Steel Wheels tour. Yes, it was, it, was still, it was a huge tour when yep. they did that tour. And now I'm hearing commercials that are sponsored by AARP, the Rolling Stones. And I'm not offending anybody on AARP. No. You just, you don't think of That's people just, on that doing a tour. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're not too far away from joining. It's quarter coffee at McDonald's. I we'll mean, be joining. I know, man. They're discounts. I'm not saying I'm not joining. Oh, no, I would join I'm for the discounts alone. Away. Yeah, I would join for the discounts alone. But sorry, I didn't mean to go off on this. But this guy, it's a small world. <laughs> It just it, maybe he needs AR. I don't know. I mean, no, he was a young man. He he, I mean, he, did, but he so needs some help he because I don't. I'm just saying. I'm not saying not to do. What I am saying is, do not go to Disneyland under the effect of hallucinogenic. No, no, no. It's it could be bad for you. It could be bad for everybody around you. I can't it even go in and really have a drink at Disney World. Like I can go to Epcot and yeah. have a drink because I'm going to sit down. But if I was going to Magic Kingdom and stuff and going to be doing rides and running yeah, around, yeah, yeah. I don't know how much I could be being an adult. Like, I want to be a kid and go on Space Mountain. I don't want to be just be like, man, <laughs> did you see those teacups spinning? I'm tripping on. There's a dude. There was a queen with hearts coming at me. <laughs> she had these two guys that looked identical. Yeah. It was all weird and wacky. Thanks, Jesus. That could, be, that could be in a lot of trouble. <laughs> so don't be like this, guys. Yeah, don't saying. be. So what we're saying, kids. Because we will talk about you if you do it. Drug. <laughs> oh, you know what else grounded my gears about that? No, what's that? We're reporting on this as, yeah. as a media site and stuff like that. I, you think you, I did an article. I think you guys did an article. Man, did I throw social media under a bus in that. Did you really? Oh, yeah. Because it was like people latched onto the story. Oh yeah, and started putting it up like their reporters, or they were there, or they. I was on the scene. It. I was in the boat behind him. Yeah, and it's just like, come on, man! You're just putting your. You took somebody at their worst day ever, and you're you're, and you just want to have clicks off. You just want yeah. the dopamine level of yeah. having clicks. The four dollars you're gonna make off the click. If you're making anything, if you're, you're making just, anything, you're doing it to be an attention whore, like it's about you when it's really about the cast members. The cops, this person, people on the boat, that's it. And obviously the guy needs help. I mean, obviously there's something wrong that he either took too much yeah, he definitely or he'd never done it before right? and he did it. Um, you never know when those things are going to go off the train. And I don't judge anybody for what they do. What you do is your business. You're a grown adult. You do what you want as long as you're not causing harm to anybody else. Right. But in this case, he could have caused harm to himself or anybody else in there because there's a lot of electricity running and there's water in that area. Yeah, he. And, uh, it was definitely off limits. Like, and, yeah, there's you know. there's certain places you just don't go. You don't get off the boats and walk around. You don't do it. <laughs> you don't. You do just drugs don't and do it. People. Just don't do the drugs. No, wait till you get home. If you really have to do it, wait till you get home and do it in the safety of your own home. But don't do it at as Disney. Long as, wait, wait, wait. as long as they're legal, kids. As long as they're legal and in they're California, a lot of kids. stuff. Kids, oh my God, I'm going to get no. So you're gonna get in trouble. Oh. Now we just this one anyway, just got an R rating. Wow, that was, <laughs> it's just uh, anyway, Scott. So moving on, my friends. I think we have. We're going to take a commercial real quick, okay. and then we will be back, and uh, we are going to finish up our conversation on box office. Gotcha. 
Are you a Disney enthusiast searching for a gathering of like-minded fans? Your search ends here. Get ready for House of Mouse Expo 2024, taking place at the Osceola Heritage Park Event Center on March 2nd and 3rd. Tickets are available now at houseofmouseexpo.com. This extraordinary fan event was conceived by Scott and Michelle Atwood from the Main Street Mouse to provide a welcoming home for Disney fans and aficionados of all things Disney. It's a unique opportunity for fans to unite and share their passion. The House of Mouse Expo in 2024 promises an exciting lineup of celebrities, thought-provoking panels, stunning cosplay displays, and a global array of Disney-related vendors. Mark your calendars now for March 2nd and 3rd, 2024, and be part of this magical gathering. Visit HouseOfMouseExpo.com for exciting guest announcement tickets and hotel options. Want to live the VIP experience? Check out HouseOfMouseExpo.com. Scott, we have heard from Michelle about the Wish box office returns. We've seen the box office for the past few movies released by mm -hmm. Disney Animation. Today, I wanted to discuss what is going on with it and what the reasons behind some of these terrible numbers are. Uh, yeah. And listen, folks out there, they are terrible numbers. Like, I'm not trying to throw Disney under the bus, but the returns on this day and age are terrible. And, and um, Yeah, and in order to put up a good quality movie with good good animation, good good uh, effects, good everything, it yeah. costs a lot of money uh, to do I that. I actually have the budget Oh, okay. Um, for some of these. So um, I want to talk to you today about what we can, what they can do to fix it. Uh, mm -hmm. And then at the end, you and I are going to talk about your Disney Animation Studio movies. Because we talked to Michelle, and I would like to, I know you're a Disney fan just as much as all of us. You live this world, and you're like, Marvel's so much better. Marvel and Spider Wars and Pixar are a bit better. Bring me more Lord of the Rings. You shall not pass. So anyway. I purchased. Uh, Wish open to the, as we talked about earlier, it was not so good. Very bad mm -hmm. opening day weekend. And it was just over $33 million for the five-day weekend. Yeah. Uh, the budget for the movie was $200 wow. million. Dollars, um, which, if you remember, we were like, when Waterworld came out, people were like, $100 million. You're insane. What are you doing? Yeah. So $200 million for the production budget for Wish. That doesn't even include promotions. Right. And now, now, was there any big name voice actors in the movie, or was it all just people? Chris Pine. Chris Pine. Okay. I so don't he, even know who he is. <laughs> he was in the Star Trek remakes as Captain Kirk, I believe. He's the okay. one who came into those movies and did those. Um, so I do know who he is. Um but I don't know if he's a, he's not like Robert Downey Jr. coming up to do a voice or Chris Evans type. I don't, I don't believe so, but I, I'm not a huge fan of the Star Trek franchise personally. Stanley Tudyk? No, 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 no. Stanley Tudyk. Stanley Tudyk? Alan Tudyk? Oh, Alan Tudyk. Alan Tudyk. He was in, um, he's done the Star Wars ones. He was Stanley Tudyk. He cooked through the whole thing. He was Pirate Steve in Dodgeball. He's in a lot. He is the voice of like King K. Yeah. Andy Ralph, it's Sam and clearly Ralph. Yes, yes, he's the he does a lot of voices nowadays. He always reminds me of um, oh my god, I almost said Edgar Winter. I don't mean into <laughs> the guy who's playing Frankenstein. Um, oh no, lord, um, <laughs> I don't know who was the guy, the guy who did the thing. Um, I oh that know. guy, yes, um, oh, I know that guy. Uh, Edwin. Edwin. Ed gotcha. Okay. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I can so, see that. Uh, anyway, we don't know what the production buzz was, but uh. It basically, every Disney animation movie at the box office has pretty much tanked. And I'm going to go through this. This is the box office returns since 2020. 
Okay. Opening so before weekend. COVID. And these are all Halloween, okay. or sorry, holiday weekend. This is all okay. Thanksgiving. Gotcha. Because if you look, Raya and the Last Dragon uh, opened to $8.5 million, Yeah. But that also was dead in the middle of the pandemic. Right, which they knew it wasn't going to do good because right. if people Encanto did twenty-seven million, uh, twelve million for Strange World, and Wish only did nineteen million on opening day, which ended up being like thirty-one million for the opening weekend. Okay, Strange World did thirty-seven million, Ooh. which surprised me. Encanto did ninety-six million on opening, almost day three times what they started out. Raya the... did fifty-four. Well, it rebounded. Yeah, but. If you go back, um, Frozen uh-huh. 2, okay, $130 million domestically on opening. And that weekend. was pre-pandemic. Yes. Ralph Breaks the Internet was $56 million. Moana, $56 million. Zootopia, $75 million. Big Hero 6, $56 million. Frozen, here's the surprise one. Frozen and Princess and the Frog blew me away. I'll go to I'll go, Tangled did forty eight million. Wow. Winnie the Pooh did eight million, and but that's Winnie the Pooh. That is really right, that's a, everybody knows that's good. Yes. Princess and the Frog seven hundred and eighty six thousand. Frozen. That shocks. Frozen, and this is what gives me hope about Wish. <laughs> when Frozen opened ten years, and we know how massive Frozen is to the oh, yeah. world, it is right? Huge. Only open to two hundred and forty-three thousand dollars. That blows me away that it was that because they had to be looking at it going, "Oh my gosh, we have the big. We put how much money into this movie? And it million fail. And in and in two thousand and thirteen. Yeah, that was a. By the way, I mean it's it, a ton of money now. But it then ended it, with one point two billion dollars. Right, it, it got up but, there into the billion mark, and it, it did, and it was a phenomenon that took off. But at first, you know, their executives had to be sitting there sweating that one. Oh, like, all of these, they're sweating all of these because we're all getting right fired if this doesn't rebound. Right. Because so here's what I want to know: Is it promotions? Because we hear a lot of people making excuses and going, "Oh, it's the, how Disney is promoting movies since the pandemic." Uh, is it political? Is it Disney Plus and it just makes it easier for families to watch? Is the price of the movie theaters? Uh, or is it some of the content people feel is just not original anymore? One thing I'll say, you mentioned promotion, is how are they promoting it? Because a lot of people have ditched cable and they're all streaming. And you can always do the streaming without the commercials now. Right. So how are you able to promote a movie to people who aren't seeing commercials on television for the promotion? So like Disney Plus... I know you can do it without commercials and without yeah. seeing advertisements. Now, to me, Disney Plus is the ultimate streaming that you can promote anything you have coming you up with Disney. Be able, you should have an advertisement for everything. Before no every matter, movie and at Remember the end of every when movie. DVDs used to start? You'd see the castle, yeah. it goes over, it should, there's 30 seconds you have yep, right there. Exactly. So that's one thing I think is with a lot of people getting rid of, or people are recording shows. If they do have cable, they're yeah. recording them, and then they're watching later, and they're forwarding through the commercials because they don't want to watch Yes, yeah, skipping right over. So maybe the promotion isn't paying off like it used to. I know you have promotions with trailers before other movies. Yeah. Um, but I, I really don't know how promotion really pays off this year. Like, how much are you investing into that? And you, there's no way to track ROI on Hundreds it of millions. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're, 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 I guarantee you the promotional budget was bigger than the actual production Mostly, budget. Yeah. Because it had to be going yeah. across the world. Now, look at, and this is the thing about Wish. Mm-hmm. This is the first time, and you can tell me if you remember any other time where you saw it in the parks already. Uh, it's the drone show in Disneyland Paris. Oh, yeah. Yep. It's the opening of World of Color out in Disneyland. Yes. 
uh, Spaceship Earth is showing the wish on the star over. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the food and uh, sorry, Festival of the Holidays, the cookie turn in yes. is for a wish cookie. Yeah. Asha is meeting and greeting guests at multiple parts. Before this movie was even out. Right. I mean, for a part two, I can see it because you have the characters introduced in part one, but for the first movie to come out and you have, and people are falling in love with these characters and they haven't even seen their story yet. Right. They're going based on whatever they've read or what, or they just go by appearance or what have you. So they put a lot, because that costs promotion to create a character, to put them in the park, to create a cookie, yeah. to do on Spaceship Earth, to do all this costs money. Yep. So that's more promotion that Disney's investing in this. And, and regardless if they own it or nothing. not, if they own it or not, Walt Disney Studios is not the parks and resorts right. experiences. Right. They, so the, the resorts, or sorry, the um, Walt Disney Studios has to pay. Yes. And this is, this is how the business works. That's how it's, business works, yeah. They are two separate entities that cross-promote and stuff. But yep. one has to pay the other to have it inside their park and to do all exactly. this other stuff. So well, it all goes into that production. Yeah, when I, worked, when I worked at an office in Detroit, facilities got paid from my department if somebody's somebody's cubicle was moving. So, I mean, departments pay departments, and that's no different than this, where right. the parks have to pay the studio, or vice versa, the studio has to pay the parks to, do, to change something in the parks to promote their film that's coming out. And, yeah, it is all the Disney umbrella on top of it, but it's still money that has to cross. So what is it that is keeping people away? I mean, Michelle has a great point where she discussed uh it, it the price point mm-hmm. but is it just the price point because and this is what i want to get at. so politically and you and i don't don't always talk politics no was, and we're on almost we're not on opposite ends of the spectrum but we both think differently on things but we just respect one another that right. we, it doesn't cause a problem with some people it does cause a problem <laughs> right with you and i it doesn't cause any because no, i could care less grown adults yeah discussion um is it a political thing now because no matter what Disney movie puts out right now, there is a section of this country and it's 48.6% of the population. Which is about half. <laughs> right, Almost exactly. Half. Are so turned off by it. And then you have pundits on either side who are going to yep. hype up yep. if it's negative or if it's not. Right. A movie like Wish, there's no wokeness. It's right. just it's just a it's a old time it's the old style of Disney it, it, where it has had a story that people so I think I do think that a lot of the previous CEO um pushed a lot of people away with some of the choices he made to put his his two cents in on topics maybe that Disney should have stayed out of. Right. Um and I think that did hurt them somewhat, but I honestly think a lot of it is the people just don't have the money right now to it Thanksgiving. So you're buying all the stuff for Thanksgiving dinner. You bought stuff to have it at your house. It was not cheap. Now, to, on, to on, do a, Thanksgiving. on a fair so, side, yeah. the Supreme Court did rule that Disney as a corporation is a person. Did they really? I we, didn't know that. In Citizens United, oh. it made it so corporations uh-huh. are considered um, like people where they can have a voice and do say what they want to say without political retribution. But that doesn't work that way in the public eye. <laughs> Only in a certain subject. But that's the whole thing. It's like, yeah. and this is, look, I don't want to make a cake for the, a certain couple. Right, right. But then you also, that's great. You can say that. Yeah. What, because you're a mom and pop bakery? 
Yeah. But what if you're Disney who says it the opposite True. way and says, I want to make a cake for that yeah. person? You know what I'm saying? So it's, and, and you it's have both the opposite. Sides yeah, you have both crowds like, that are like, well, if you're going to do this, I'm not going to support you anymore. Right. And, and Disney lost a lot of that in the last years. And I don't years. understand, instead of people thinking through it and just going, you know what? There is middle ground here, people. Uh-huh. Look, I may not agree with what Disney said on that one thing. Right. 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 But I'm not going to go out of my way to, to make sure that it hurts employees. It right. hurts people's right. bottom Those cast line. members did not say it. Right. And I'm not going to get... If Disney can afford to hire other mm-hmm. new Imagineers to come in, I may not get that next ride. Right. So it's like the long-term damage of either side saying something and, and taking business yes. away from them. It doesn't matter what's... Fine. You want to boycott a business... That's your business. That's your opinion. If You're you don't allowed. want to spend your money there, yeah. But don't hurt a business that has had a track record of doing good on both sides. Right. It's okay to be hurt once in a while mm-hmm. and go, you know what? I don't agree with it now, but I'm not going to stay up there on a pedestal and be like, you X, Y, and Z, son of right. a B, blah, blah, blah. And you're just like, dude, God. And, I, and, I think it was, and I think it was even more than the political stance that they took. I think, I think Disney... Right. I think that was a piece of it. Um, I don't think that was a total thing, though. I think the way they handled the pandemic and such, they did great in some ways. In some ways, people were... They did amazing. They did great. And And then then in some some ways, ways, it was just like, why is there the wall here? But then I'm going to go and meet up with all the other people on the other side of the wall. This makes no sense. Makes no sense. So there was a lot of things. And I think it it turned off a lot of people. Like, But in, in my opinion... And I know the Supreme Court said they can give their opinion as a corporation, but as a corporation, that figurehead, in this case, JPEG, spoke for hundreds of thousands of people and could have jeopardized those people's, including right. his own role, which yes. there's a reason he's not there anymore um, because things were happening, to the, which I thought he was the fall guy from day one of that <laughs> whole thing. I'm glad you and I agree with no, that. No, I like, agree with that because things. the way in the middle of the night it was switched, yeah. is like, I'm stepping down and Bob is going to be in charge. And you know there was a backlight deal going, okay, Bob, we're going to put you in charge. We're going to pay you this much money. And then yeah. we, we tell you you're out, you're right, out. Right. Because then but I want you to come implement back and save X, Y, and Z. Exactly. You're going to do all this because you're going to be the bad guy because yep. Iger could not retire having those things as his mm-hmm. final things. And, that's, and anybody who doesn't see that, I don't know yeah. how because Iger could Iger was he was a god to now, Disney. I will <laughs> say, and Iger still is a god. He still it, is. Like he did to the he did a cast member mm-hmm. conversation today. Yeah. Um, and he's he is the um forever optimist. Yes. He and he's smart to do that. Like yep. it's a business decision. But at the end of the day, he still does care about the product. He cares, he and does he both sides. Talked, yeah, he loves both sides and he's going to this is a big country to make in this day and age to make everybody happy. Mm-hmm. You're doing something really weird. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like yeah. you, usually 50, 50, right. Half 50, people love 50, you and half people hate. Right. You. And sometimes you're going to have one side who loves you, but I don't understand like why we're seeing this. And I have a feeling you're right. It's probably a little bit of Disney plus. Yeah. I think Disney plus because why, why should I go out and spend a hundred dollars to take my family afford to the movies? When there's yeah. something I can spend a hundred dollars on that I can the wait family would 60 love, days. wait sixty days and I'll see it on Disney Plus, and then we'll be in the comfort of our own home. We can watch it at our discretion. We don't have to go anywhere. We don't have to drive, spend money on gas to get to wherever. We're, I mean, there's all. Some people are living so tight right now as our economy <laughs> since COVID. As <laughs> you're you're up. talking to one of them, and I'm talking to the other. Yeah, one. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So me and you, and I know we both look at this. kids. Don't see that. Kids don't right. see that. Well, it costs money to drive to. We're going to drive to Disney Springs to go see this movie. Yeah. 
And are we just going to go see the movie? No, we're going to walk around and we might get a snack and then somebody's going to want to eat and then we're going to go into the store. Oh, that's the new thing. I want to have that. And it costs you a lot more than just going to the movie. It kind of stresses you out having to deal with all that. And it's like that's a normal stress of being a parent. But when you don't have the money to do something. And so, and as parents, we want to give our kids everything we possibly can and make their lives better than what we have. And as business owners, we know if we can't, we can't afford that. There's I think Michelle put on put up a, a Facebook post today that talked about being a small business owner. Mm-hmm. It's just like, yeah, we may look like millionaires, and you may look like, but we're really two dollarnaires. Well, like, yeah, I mean, we don't have we get two dollars to rub together. We get it all the time. Our Facebook following is four hundred thirty thousand people. Yes, massive. That means zip on our income. It right. really does because we don't make money off of that. You know, it doesn't matter if all it it would help for our Google ads. That's how we get paid. If people click on our Google ads, they right. buy that product. We get paid for it. On but we don't make a fortune. You click on the ad. If I make a nickel or ten cents off of you clicking on it, that's wonderful, right? And it's those small little victories. But four hundred thirty thousand people. People think me and Michelle have lots of money, and we don't. We rich, straight y'all. by. Every week, they every month, at, I stress about how we're going to make our house payment. Hillcrest Lane. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but no, not I, their address. <laughs> every month, I stress about how I'm going to pay our electric bill. How am I going to pay? Yeah. You know, when we lived in Michigan, it was cheaper to live in Michigan than it was in Florida. We yeah. didn't have, and we, for us, because of what we do, our Disney passes are an expense, just mm-hmm. like our utility bill. Yeah. Um, and it stinks when that bill comes out because it's not cheap. I mean, fortunately, we get to do it in monthly installments. And I'm not complaining. I know there's people going to go, oh, he's complaining about no, having no, to go no. to we, Disney. There's no complaining. We're it's trying to like that. put through a point here. Make you understand. Believe me. Housing down we, here is more expensive way than it more is expensive. up north. Um, we live a blessed lifestyle. We do. But we, we also, do. this is our business. Yes. Just so like any like business owner. We also, we make sure to let people know this. we live in an extraordinary lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we make it look a million times better than what we go through. What we go through, yeah. That's part of the job down yeah. here. You don't want to sell misery. Right. We, none of us want to put out and make people unhappy. Right. At the end of the day, we're very big about making people happy. Mm-hmm. Come down, take a vacation if you can afford it. Yes. Don't hurt your family. Don't, don't hurt your family. It's never worth yeah. it. Never so worth it's it. going to a movie like Wish and stuff. Wish to me, it just didn't hit all the spots. It didn't. Okay. Is there nostalgia? Is it Disney 100? Yes, it's all of that. But the story has to back it up. A Disney story has to do something to you, has to make you. I has to grab your heart. I loved Strange World for many different worlds. And I understand people did it, and that's okay. But there's heart behind Moana. Like that's why it did so well. Frozen 2 is my second favorite Disney movie of all time. Wow. And it's that's saying a lot because there's for a part two to say that is huge. The songs, the story. Anna's story alone, the mm-hmm. song when Olaf uh, it seems to be dead. Spoiler. Okay. And no, no, not the snowman. Oh, he melted. It's like Frosty. He got stuck in the greenhouse. I just wanted to build a snowman. But you, you mentioned about how it's got to touch all the points. And the perfect yeah. example of that would be the last fireworks show before Happily Ever After came back. It didn't grab people's heartstrings the way Happily Ever After does. Right. And that's what a lot of people said. I know Michelle, she was there for a media preview of the show when it happened. I, I'm not sure if you were there with them not or enchanted, not. Not enchanted, no. But they were there, and she, she messaged me afterwards. She goes, I didn't even cry. Right. She goes, and how, how often does a Disney fireworks show in front of the castle on Main Street USA not bring tears and pull at your heartstrings? And it may not be you personally, but it could be a yeah. way it touched your kids. It could be thinking back to when your kids watched it and they saw Winnie the Pooh the first time or they saw Tinkerbell fly from the castle 
or whatever, you get emotional because of yeah. the memories you had from your children. But if you're watching a show and you get no emotion from it, yeah, that's wrong. then it needs to go away and it needs to be redone because and if if it's and the majority of people that feel that way. Perfect example. There's wish in a nutshell. You just described the new Okay. It doesn't affect you. If you and I'm not gonna give this away, mm -hmm. but if you're going to see it, you have to stay through the credits. Okay. Okay. It's a new Marvel thing. It's oh, Disney. they're doing an after credits like Right. Scene. So they do oh, it. Oh, okay. I didn't shed a tear until the after credit scene. And then really? I was like, okay. oh, oh my gosh. This, so it kind of brings it together. The, yeah. And there was Disney magic throughout. There's parts where I was just like, I'm a star. That song is unlistenable to me outside of the context of the movie. But in the movie, watching it, I was blown away by the sequence. Okay. I loved it. And then I went home to listen to the song. I was like, oh my gosh, this is the worst. So you need the both, you need both yeah. senses to be going together. Whereas for in to get the, the, um, the wish song or the one that she sings, Asha sings, I hope it's in the parks forever. Like it belongs okay. in the Walt Disney pantheon of amazing songs. Okay. So yeah, that's what we're going to talk. That's the end of our conversation on that. But Scott, real quick, before we have to end this, because we are now hitting a longer length than I wanted to. Sorry. Um, what is your top five books? So we heard from Michelle and it was, uh, let me see if I got this. It was Lady and the Tramp, mm -hmm. Dumbo, mm -hmm. uh, the other one. In the Tramp, Dumbo, Sleeping Beauty. Sleeping Beauty, thank you. And then what was her for? Uh, Lilo and Stitch. Lilo and Stitch, of course, because of Andrew seeing that. Yeah. And then her number one movie all time was Tangled. Correct. So what is the Scott Atwood top five? And this Walt is only Disney, Disney correct? Only Walt Disney okay. Animation Studios. Um, and the first four, I'm just going to throw out any four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Random order. Um, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Um, the main reason, I do still enjoy the movie and the story of it all. And I did watch it once Disney Plus dropped and you could rewatch it again. Yeah. But... I love the way that it was made. I mean, 1937, the animators did something that nobody had ever seen to that point. And what that they did was absolutely camera and everything. Absolutely amazing. So if you watch it and you think about kind of the same way I watched, not that this counts, but Nightmare Before Christmas, right. I, knowing how all the work that went into the film and then the finished product is amazing. So Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs definitely is on there. Um, I'm trying to, I'm going through the list here as I'm looking for stuff. Uh, uh, do, 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 sorry. Just no, no, read no, no, through no, here. No. I just want to, I don't want to miss something. That's the problem. I don't want to say something like, oh, I should have said that because I, I did that the last time we did this list and I was messed over for weeks because it bothered me. <laughs> Princess and the Frog is definitely one. I, I absolutely loved that movie. Um, I thought it was good. And I think one part that touches me about that movie is we finally have an American princess. Right? Every princess is from other countries and we embrace that princess from whatever country she's, because if you walk around Epcot, Germany has Snow White, and they have uh, Rapunzel, and they, I think, is yep. a, I'm not sure if Aurora is German, but no, she's French. French. Belle is French. Yep. Um, Snow White is German. Yes. Um, so there's there's all these princesses that were all from other countries, but... Is uh, Pocahontas Kiana, princess? I think she is. I so would she be considered... A, yeah, so technically she would be considered Yeah, a but princess. she went off to England and... She did. Yeah. So that... You left the country. You know, yeah. you're like you leave Madonna. the country. You're, you're like Madonna. You're, you're out, out of here. here. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we, have, we have thrown Pocahontas out of America. Sorry. As an American princess. All Sorry. Right. She just had to go. Yeah, um, Fox and the Hound was one of mine because I think that was the yeah. first Disney movie I saw that was new in theaters. It wasn't a replay. So I right. remember going to see that as a kid. And I remember having the album 
the movie album that you could listen to the actual yeah. uh, soundtrack of the film, but the actual speaking parts of all the different characters and such. That's right. Oh, I have I had a bunch of those. Yeah. So that that one definitely. And then for my uh, fourth one, I would have to say uh, so many choices here. Um, actually, I do like Ichabod, Mr. Toad. That's a good one. I mean, it's it's not the full length. Type no, but you have the rest, it's wind in the willow. You it is, and it's one of those it. ones you see every year, or you have the references yeah. to that with Sleepy Hollow. And then my number one actually is the same as Michelle's is Tangled. Wow, um, that's a good yeah, list. I just I, I love Tangled. I always have um, since the first time we saw it together. Um, Michelle was crying. I don't think I was crying, but I I got all the touchies and the feelies from that movie, kind of like how you said um, the movie needs to grab you. So it did, and I saw a lot of references in that to our our lives because of what we do. We've been working towards. <laughs> I, I will put Snow White in my top five. Okay. Um, and then let's see if I can do four and five because I know what two and one is. Okay. Um, wow. That's a tough one, isn't it? It really is going through. And I'm thinking of all these other movies, but they're yeah. not Disney animation. Um, I'm weird. I, uh, oh, we know that. My, on all my choices. Uh, yeah, man. It's like I would... I, 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 the more I look back, the more it changes as I get older. Well, um, mine too is there's characters yeah. that become more important to me. Like as I, I get remember older. the first movie I remember seeing besides Tron mm-hmm. was I saw a double feature of the Black Hole and the Black Cauldron. Oh, okay. And fell in love with it, but the Black Cauldron movie is horrible. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I Sword in the Stone would have to be up there for me because okay. I love the Arthur uh, author Arthur King Arthur stuff. Okay. Um, uh, and Merlin is just a great Alice in Wonderland. Okay. I love the Alice in Wonderland stuff. And that's one you could be tripping on mushrooms and watch. Because you're going on a small I world. Love- <laughs> 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 anyway, uh, number two is Frozen. Okay. Uh, I, fro- I'm sorry. Frozen, Frozen 1 or two. Frozen 2? No, no, Frozen, Frozen 2. Okay. Uh, that man just, it's, I was just blown away at, okay. first off, it was, wasn't even, uh, like, you didn't need the, 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 Prince to come save you. The Not sisterly too. love was there, and then for to see her step down as queen and mm-hmm. become just part of the land and stuff like that, yeah. and then the touching with her parents and like the parental approval and I don't know. It's just there's so much about that. I'm not kidding. Was it uh, was it the last step or whatever that song mm-hmm. Anna sings is my one of my favorite all time songs. Okay. It's just so meaningful, and I don't know. Watching it with my daughter meant something. Of and my course. number one Disney movie of, of all time. Of all time. 62 of, of them. Anything. No, no, no. And this could be out of everything Disney. Really? Everything under the umbrella? Everything. Okay. Fantasia. I figured that's where you I were going to go with huge, that. huge. Yeah. It's just something about, uh, so I grew up as an audio engineer. Yes. It's like so living music. in Philadelphia. Yeah. So I've seen the symphony orchestra up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stokowski was... Led conducted that he was from Philadelphia. Or not he wasn't from Philly, but he conducted the. He conducted the Philly. And there's just something about the music and the artwork together. Mm-hmm. And I can go back and then just seeing Mickey and the broomstick as a sorcerer oh, yeah. Mickey. Like I love that. Just and that has seen has played through in my whole life. But watching the dancing hippo uh-huh. or watching some of these other things. So many scenes in that. Even film. Fantasia 2000. Yeah, I loved. Did you? Just, oh, okay. I saw that on IMAX. Oh, and it was great because the opening scene showed how the original looked mm-hmm. on an original screen. It was like, right. this is the original screen. And then screen. it becomes. And then it blows up and it was just this all encompassing look. And you were like, go. And Fantasia is another one that, if you really think about when it was made and the technology they did. I want to say. 
And it was the third animation yeah. movie. It was 1940 even. But they, again, they made something that nobody else had done anything like that to right. that point. And Walt figured out a way to make it work with and these people around And I love the ego of Walt by that point. He's like, I've oh, had I'm a few successes. Yep. I'm not only am I just going to do that, but you, if you want to show this in your theater, have to get quad stereo yep. sound. Yeah. Like it has to be surround sound. And he was he was banking on how many people went to see Snow White, how yep. many people saw Pinocchio. Yeah. Okay, you want to do it? Yep, you're gonna show it, but I want it shown in this quality. Yep. I don't want it shown in just the standard because it the, the customer's not gonna get the full experience that I want them to walk away with. So your list is amazing. I like Thank your you. list. That's I like yours. List. We are gonna end it there, folks. Scott, let's talk about House of Mouse Expo 2024. Oh boy. Yeah, that's right. Hey everybody, it's me, Kevin the Bear. You thought you weren't going to hear from me today, but guess what? It's me, Kevin the Bear, from Disney's Magic Kingdom, stopping by to say hello. I'll be at Osceola Heritage Park on March 2nd and 3rd at the Event Center. Uh, it'll be me, uh, me, and uh, I'll have my book. I'll be, uh, I'll be, I'll be, I'm going to be meeting kids. I'll be eating kids. I'll have some popcorn. Oh, uh, it's going to be a great thing. Everybody come on out. But I just want to say hi to Scott and Greg. And uh, guys, have a great week. I'll see you next week. This is Kevin the Bear. Peace. Okay, I'm glad Kevin stopped by. That was awesome. I was wondering if he was going to make an appearance tonight. I, everyone just didn't show up this week. I was uh, like, man, where's I, Kevin? I was wondering at? if he was in the back room or maybe he was away for the holidays, though. I didn't. I wasn't sure. So, so. You've, you've, you've already introduced a whole bunch. And uh, yes. I know you're going to be releasing in the next few weeks. You have some more names. Uh, I have one more oh. I can do tonight, which I didn't even prepare or tell Michelle wow. I was going to announce. But I can go should ahead we, and announce. Should we screen for Michelle first? No, we can go ahead and do it because I think like, I no, told her. and I'm the boss. I can do this. Things if I want to. my expo, I'll do what I want. Fine. So, I want to say no. Um, I mentioned to her yesterday that I the next guest that we were going to announce that's who awesome. it was. Um, so as you as you've heard over the weeks that we have uh, Kate, Caitlin Robrock, the yes. voice of Minnie Mouse, is coming. Uh, then we announced Jim Cummings, who is the voice of basically every character you could possibly <laughs> I imagine. Wait. I can't wait. Um, and then we announced uh, Martin Kleba from the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. Yeah. He played Marty in those, but he's been in a lot of other stuff as well. But that that's his uh, big claim to fame. And he's from Michigan, so we're going to have a lot to talk about with him. Uh, we announced Ross Marquand, who you'll know um, from the Marvel franchise as Stonekeeper or Red Skull um, in everything but the first movie. He didn't play. Yeah, uh, I mean, Red Skull is uh, such an iconic. Infinity War and uh, Endgame, yeah. he played that. And then he was also in The Walking Dead. He played Aaron on seven seasons, I believe. It was oh, yeah, the yeah, Walking yeah, Dead. So course. he had a huge, huge uh, role yeah. there. Um, and then we announced uh, Taylor Henderson, Juju Brenner, and Nin Nina Kitchen, who are the three young Sanderson sisters from Hocus Pocus 2. All three of them will be in attendance at the House of Mouse Expo. And then we announced Bill Farmer, um, bum, bum, bum. the voice of Goofy and of Pluto and of other voices. And then last week, we announced you guys that Brett Iwan, the voice of Mickey Mouse, will be what returning. Cool to get Brett Iwan. It is. Oh, and I didn't mention Jason Marsden will be there. Also, hosting panels and mingling with the crowd and doing all kinds of fun stuff with everybody he can. But oh, Max Goof is going to be hyping us up. Max Goof will be there. But who I can announce today is somebody who was supposed to come last year and had to cancel. But oh, no. we got him to come back this year. Yay. Kevin McNally from the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise who played Mr. Gibbs. Johnny oh, Depp's yeah. right-hand man throughout the whole franchise will be at the House of Mouse Expo. Mr. Gibbs. Mr. Gibbs. And I believe he was on Doctor Who at one point, oh. I think is what I heard. Dude, that's um, gonna that's that huge. Could be. So um he's a great guest. He's gonna be flying in from the UK for the show. 
Um, he's really excited. I did talk to him a couple weeks ago um, that he'll be coming, and he's really excited to come meet everybody. I think every time I ride that ride because I always see the pig thing. Yep, and, and that was that his role from the first movie. Yep, he is, was with the pig. He's the guy who's sleeping with the pig. Yeah, when like, Johnny Depp goes, to, or when Captain Jack goes to get him, yeah. he's sleeping with the pigs, and he has to help him clean up. But he's uh, him and Johnny Depp. He was his right-hand man throughout all the film. Dude, now, this doesn't mean awesome. we've got Johnny. No, 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 no. I would love if we had Johnny. Who's Johnny? Uh, who's Johnny? Jeez, Number five. Number five is alive. So, so that's our next guest, Kevin McNally from the Pirates. Kevin McNally will be there. Ladies and gentlemen, go to houseofmouseexpo.com and you can get tickets now. VIP packages are for sale. Uh, You will have, you're getting a lot more together on it. Um, Sponsorship is all coming together. If you are a, uh, you are a salesman of art artist, if you would like a booth, please get a hold of Scott and you can get a hold of him uh, at Scott at houseofmouseexpo.com or you can write an email here to Bane (laughs) at the live podcast show. Why am I here again, Greg? I was peacefully sleeping. (laughs) Sorry, Bane. You don't want to get him on your bad side. Yeah, really. So that's excellent, man. That's really good. Yeah, so I'm excited about that. We also have another uh, sponsor that hopefully will be able to announce pretty soon. I got to talk yeah. to them uh, tomorrow. We got had to get some approvals for them to come yeah. in, but I think it's off the air. Fall. We're going to talk about another sponsor. Yes, the one you mentioned yeah. yesterday, and good. then we've got another one that we're working on that I'm waiting on the signed yeah. contract from them, and I think that's going to come through. So this year is really rapid, wrapping, r- ramping up to be phenomenal. And you're not going to want to miss it yeah. this year. Honestly, uh, VIP tickets are still available. Make sure you get them. And the after-party tickets are after still party. available. And actually, I may have just gotten a big DJ to do our after-hours party um, who was on Sirius Radio's Margaritaville Radio. She used to be their morning radio host, and she told me she wants to work with us and be a part of the show. So I have That's to really talk cool. her and, and uh, get that going. But and there's yeah. going to be music. There's going to be art. Music, there's going to be everything. Art. Um, it's just, it's, it's just going to be a fun, fantastic, old-style Disney weekend and that my friends is going to do it this week scott we um by the way by the time you all hear this tomorrow scott and i and michelle we will be waiting in line for a certain ghost (laughs) um at a certain haunted uh large building i want a a large haunted attraction that's inside of a kingdom that may be magical Oh, maybe. I, I wonder who you yeah. could be talking of. I don't know. Um, he, I think he wears a uh, a very dapper chapeau. I do. And isn't he part of the Crump family? Yes. Ah, that's what I we thought. may be in the middle of doing that. So by the time you hear this, folks, I'm not releasing this until after 8 a.m. Right. So make sure you check the <laughs> yeah. socials. Go out and check the socials because hopefully yeah. we'll have video footage. And of then what next we're week about. we're going to be delayed by a day, I think. Yes, because um, we have a media. Luminous. Yes, Luminous is debuting next Tuesday. And we record on Tuesday. Walt the Dreamer. And Walt the Dreamer. And World Celebration. It's going to be a big fun day. It's a big week ahead, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for watching here at the live podcast show. Make sure you hit that thumbs up, like it, do whatever, subscribe, send it out to your friends, whatever you want to do to help us out. We appreciate every single we one do. of you. Thank you guys so much for listening to us ramble. For Scott and myself, uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, end of line. I'm out. Thanks, guys.